from the Grinch with Jim Carrey soundtrack. I watched a bit of that last night. I watch it every Christmas. It was nice to see it back on. Did you know that 57 years ago today, the original Grinch cartoon debuted on CBS? Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. It's still a classic, and uh, as is that Jim Carrey movie for me. But uh, here we are a week away and still really no snow in the forecast. It does appear as if it's going to be a brown Christmas, even Thursday, the first day of winter officially. Looks like it's going to be plus one. Just can't uh, can't believe it when you're driving around, walking around, uh, the lack of snow out here. But uh, I feel like come mid-January, we're just going to get so much snow. We're going to be like, uh, oh, you remember that time there was no snow? I want to get back to Chef Dale McKay, who I introduced you to last half hour. He won Top Chef Canada back in 2011. Many of you know who he is. A good Saskatchewan boy. And he's uh, opened up several restaurants in Regina and Saskatoon and uh, was right alongside of Chef Gordon Ramsay in England. And uh, many of the uh, restaurants that Chef Ramsay opened up, he put uh, Dale in charge to uh, go get her done. And Got to get to some turkey tips here, too. I understand, too, uh, Chef, you're also a bit obsessive with Ironman competitions. Before I get to turkey tips, tell me about that. How many hours a week do you train for Ironman? Yeah, yeah. You know, I started during the pandemic. I had zero athletic background, and, and uh, I needed a big challenge. And it just seemed like that could have been the biggest challenge. I didn't know how to swim. I couldn't do any of it. So I jumped on that, and I, I just become kind of obsessed with it. And this year, myself, my whole family went to, to Nice, France, and I got to compete in the World Championships for Ironman there. And How did you do there? Not bad, considering, you know, I mean, I've, I, I'm pretty new to the sport, and I kind of landed about middle of the pack for, for my age group for World Championships, and that was my first full length there on that. So, all in all, I think pretty good. And then did another, another Ironman two, I guess, three weeks later, and I knocked off two and a half hours, so... Not bad. It's going good. Just explain for everyone who may not know what an Ironman competition is. For a 3.9-kilometer swim and then a 180-kilometer bike ride and then and then a marathon, so 42-kilometer run. So all back-to-back, obviously, in one, one kind of thing. So oh. it's, it's anywhere between the pros doing around eight hours and amateurs go up to 17 hours kind of thing, whereas I, my last was 10 hours and 29 minutes. Incredible. And are you going to try for the Worlds again in 2024? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to compete in long in the full Ironman and the half distance as well. That's awesome. Chef Dale McKay is my guest. Not only have you probably seen him on Top Chef and uh, the World's Championships, but of course, local restaurant owner in Saskatoon and Regina as well here too. I want to talk about some turkey tips here because I swear by this recipe I found from uh, the gentleman who you started your career with, really, Chef Gordon Ramsay. He put out a video a number of years ago, and I still have it in my bookmarks. Curious. I'm not going to reveal what tips he gives there. I want you to take us through. Let's start with the turkey itself. Prepping the raw turkey, what would you recommend? Great big turkey, you know, you want to uh, make sure it's fully thawed out for one thing with however you're going to do it. Make sure all the ice crystals are out and stuff like that. You want to dry out the skin a little bit and then preferably probably put some butter or something underneath the skin, tie it up nicely. And uh, for another big tip for me is with any meat, especially a turkey of that size and stuff like that, is that you want to make sure that it's room temperature before you start baking it. What about stuffing? Do you prefer to stuff the bird uh, when you're preparing it too or do you like to make your stuffing outside? I'm, I'm 
completely against the, the stuffing the bird part. I, I personally think you, you've got way more control making it outside of the bird. To me, honestly, it just kind of creates a bunch of chaos that you don't need when you can really make, you can make the stuffing the day before and then you can bake it the, the day of. Chef, I got to tell you right now, I got to stop you right there because that's what I learned from Gordon Ramsay. And I, maybe this is where you got it from too. I put uh, onion and lemon inside for a little more moisture inside. But I also uh, learned from Chef Ramsay, put some bacon over top of it too. Do you yeah. recommend that? Yeah, you know, you it, it definitely adds a little bit of flavor and it, and it kind of protects it a little bit, gets some, some fat in there. Um, and, and it also, you know, the bacon's going to brown up really nicely too because obviously there's the sugar and the, the salt content and stuff. So, Cooking time tips, what do you suggest? You know, I forget the ratio per pound. I, I just do it by, by, by temperature. And realistically, you know, you do need to use a thermometer. You're going to need to check. And that's the, that's the challenge. And I think that's what most people are scared of is like, is it cooked? Is it cooked enough? I think the bigger thing is that people don't rest the bird long enough after they cook it. Um, resting, resting things, uh, whether it be a steak or a whole big turkey, is probably one of the most important parts of the cook because you brought it up to a certain temperature and now you need it till it will continue to cook for a while. And then as it cools down, those juices get back, you know, get sucked back into the meat. And that's when you're going to end up with a really, really delicious bird. It makes such a difference. I'll tell you, Chef McKay, yeah. Chef Gordon Ramsay, taught me in a video rest yeah. it as long as you cook it. Would you say that's yeah. good advice? Yeah, it is good advice, especially for a bird that size. Steak, you know, you only need to do for like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But a bird that big, it, it's going to hold a lot of heat. So you really, and then people cut into it and then all that dripping, all that water kind of goes out of it and you don't want that. Hey, there's so much I have to ask you, but at the same time, I know uh, you're a busy man. I hope you have a great Christmas and thank you for all the tips. And it was uh, great to learn about your past too. Yeah, anytime. CP Holiday Trade tonight in Regina and in Musha. And, of course, I think it's going to be packed tonight when it rolls into town about 6.30, the performance. And uh, it's right alongside the old practice field where the riders used to practice by the loss in there on the tracks. It's going to be a beautiful evening, and uh, food bank donations are indeed welcome as well. Dallas Smith, one of the headliners, next summer, Craven is on board with Mackenzie Porter, and then it's off to Moose Jaw. 6.52. Let me bring in Kevin Martell here from the 980C Jammy Newsroom. Uh, Christmas preparations at all over the weekend, or how was it? Um, Yeah, we had kind of like a, a family Christmas supper-type deal. Um, <laughs> one that's, okay. I guess, before the actual <laughs> Christmas supper. So, hey, uh, the more suppers, the better. Um, I swept my driveway, Greg. Here we were in December, and it was so nice out. It was sweeping it of leaves, the extra leaves that have fallen. It's funny, and, yeah. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, this is ridiculous. I feel ridiculous doing this right now. In December, it had to be done. But I was like, it was that nice, and no snow anywhere. I did the same thing. I bagged leaves out of my window wells along the house that yeah, had blown yeah. in. And now I could, were visible. I might as well clean those out. It's something I do in the spring. <laughs> it's, it is... Uh, Quite the talker. Everywhere I went on the weekend, that's the first thing out of people's mouths. Can you believe this weather? Yeah, and you look at the week ahead, yeah. and it's a lot more of the same. No snow, as we've been hearing in your forecast. And, you know, we're looking at highs around pretty well zero-ish all week. 
Yeah. Not yeah. bad at all. It's, it's going to be in the plus range by the end of the week here, too. Okay, right out of the Blues Brothers movie. Okay. Lots of space in this mall. I make light only because, thankfully, no one was hurt. But, yes, it literally happened in the Cornwall Center on the weekend. Man, what? Uh, and that's where it ended, too. And that's not the only business. I mean, we're hearing from police this wild chase where a taxi was stolen in North Central. And then the Shoppers Drug Mart on Broad Street hit. Colin O'Brien Man Shop on Hamilton hit. And then to the Cornwall Center where police say the vehicle, the taxi, drove through the entrance on 11th Ave, went through the mall, hit the Shoppers Drug Mart in that mall as well. I don't know what the driver had against Shoppers Drug Mart. Um, And then it went through the opposite entrance on Sass Drive and got hung up in the stairs. Finally, it came to an end. Uh, They couldn't stop the vehicle. They tried to lay the spike belt down um, as this vehicle went on its little... I I described it as almost like it's like Grand Theft Auto, something out of Grand Theft Auto. They tried to stop the vehicle, and they couldn't. Somehow, Greg, after hitting all these businesses, it kept going. I don't know. This taxi was like... It seemed like it was indestructible, finally getting caught up on the stairs. And now a woman in her 30s, she's arrested, and she faces a long list of charges. Yeah. uh, Again, great that no one was hurt. But I do want to see what is likely the grainy black and white video surveillance footage of them all one day. If this had happened in the States, we probably haven't seen it by now, right? Oh, yeah. Just the and, way it is. But And when you think about this time of year, yes. too, how busy that mall is. It could have is. been awful. Now, yeah. this thankfully happened in the middle of the night where yeah. it could have happened in the day, the busiest couple days. Yeah. Uh, the mall, as far as we know, is still open. We haven't heard otherwise. Um, people can still go in there. They're going to see some extra plywood where yeah. windows would have been, but uh, yeah, mm. still. And uh, sadly, we, we should just follow up on a story I brought you uh, last week, the story of uh, Kelly Anki, who had wanted to make something positive out of a heartbreaking uh, diagnosis with his dog. Brutus, the Rottweiler, uh, sadly, he passed away over the weekend. Uh, remember, we told you this on Friday. He was trying to get to 1,000 cuddles or pets. He had been at the Southland Mall uh, it didn't sound like he got quite there, uh, Brutus, because he didn't feel well on Saturday, had to go to the vet, and yeah, he had to be put down. We knew that he was going to be put down eventually because of his terminal cancer diagnosis, but uh, the owner wanted to give him a little bit of joy uh, before he passed, and hopefully Brutus got a bit of that. And finally, today, round four, day four of City Hall budget talks. Who knows what's going to happen today? It might not even get past today, Greg. It, based on what we've heard from the mayor, they could push this either to tomorrow or we've been hearing uh, some councillors want it to be pushed to, to next month. So how much more property taxes? We don't know. We I might saw not a know picture. A I, I don't know if it was in the paper or what or on social media of the mayor her face planted into her hands, sitting at her desk. Uh, you know, like it just summed up probably the feeling of a lot of people over uh, at City uh, Council. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kevin. We'll uh, be watching that one, of course, uh, throughout the day. See Jammy News time now is 6.58. We're talking to Santa Claus next hour at 7.40. Have your kids ready. If you want to call Frank, my producer now, and give me your kids' names so we can call the North Pole. one 877 if you want to line up your kids to talk to Santa. Driving home for Christmas Driving home for Christmas
Man, one thing about this weather is driving home for Christmas is not at all going to be difficult. There is no snow incoming yet that we see in this week's forecast. If anything, it's going to be breaking the plus mark again in a couple of days from now. Greg Morgan here. It's seven days in county. Last week of school. Easing up a little on uh, how you dress going to work. Maybe uh, the ugly Christmas sweater's coming out or Santa's hat. Maybe you have your desk all decorated. Are you one of those at, at your office? Are you the one whose desk is most decorated for Christmas? You love it that much? There are a few here in uh, the office, and Sarah Mills, our news director, I see decorated the newsroom over the weekend here too. But, uh, yeah, it's it's undeniable that uh, the excitement is there, but at the same time, a lot of concern for Santa's sleigh. Can it, uh, can it land okay without all the snow? It's a question you could have your kids ask Santa. We're going to talk to Santa live from the North Pole. We do this every year, every day this week. A direct link to the North Pole. It's going to happen just after the 7.30 news. If you're just waking up and thinking, oh, I'd like my kids to talk to Santa, uh, I want you to call my producer, Frank, 1-877-300-7275. That's 1-877-300-7275. Frank can get your phone number and your kids' names, and you can have them ready after the 7.30 news. We'll talk to Santa Claus at the North Pole. Hey, last Friday, I introduced you again to the Allen family in Lake Ridge, who've got more than 70,000 lights on the outside of their home, and they're all in sync to music. Uh, They've been doing it for years now, right? They're one of the best decorated homes on the Sparkle Tour. You've got to see it to believe it. The Allens had the Hispanic community out in front of their home on Saturday night. They did this last year, too. Uh, They they pull up with Santa Claus on a big float, and uh, in front of Trevor's house, a good thousand plus people showed up again this year, all of whom received uh, a gift because uh, that's what that Hispanic community does. They get together, they they call on Sask Energy, Southland Mall, Sask Cultural, Sask Culture rather, and everyone donates gifts and they were handing them out in front of uh, Trevor's home on Saturday. So a great turnout there again as well. This is interesting. If you're still wondering what to get, what's the perfect gift? Well, If you have a Costco card, would you ever consider this? They recently began carrying one-ounce gold bars. And apparently a lot of people like their investment assets to feel weighty in their hands. I love gold. The look of it, the taste of it, the smell of it, the texture. Yes, people are purchasing Costco gold bars. Apparently, something like to the tune of $150 million worth of gold bar- bars just in the last quarter on Costco's books. And uh, if you were wondering, well, where is it at right now in price? The South African-made bars were uh, going for $2,830 Canadian when I looked yesterday. Before you rush to Costco, you can only buy it online. And you have to be a Costco member, of course. And there's a limit of two. And unlike uh, many other Costco goodies, you can't return them. They typically suggest they sell out fast and often are out of stock. But, yeah, I looked online yesterday. I was curious. I did not buy one. But they're there on the Costco website. And apparently one of the primary reasons people are investing in gold is to protect themselves against inflation. During periods of high inflation, stocks typically decline in value. Gold coins, on the other hand, tend to hold their prices. It's the kiss of death. 
from Mr. Goldfinger. So... If a gold bar is uh, what you want to put in someone's stocking, uh, you got to be a Costco member. You got to have at least $2,800 and hope they're not sold out yet. Jack, is Rory Alleman at the casino yet with his Christmas? That's a Christmas uh, Christmas tradition. Let me Google that there. Is he coming up here? Yeah, I guess he is on uh, this weekend. Wow. Rory Allen. He always puts on a great Christmas show. That was not him, but that uh, just made me think of it. And uh, you've seen Rory Allen, well, Evan Bray. A for few the times. record, I saw Rory in Costco last <laughs> weekend. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Buying nacho chips. Oh, not gold bars. I was just talking about how you can go to Costco. Well, you got to be online to buy the gold bars for like twenty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> but uh, welcome. How was your weekend? You oh, celebrated Christmas. Yeah, we did. We did one of our early Christmas get-togethers. The kids uh, down from Saskatoon. They're both shift workers, so. They uh, down with our two-year-old grandson. How does that change your lifestyle? Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> hot wheels and noodles everywhere in our house. Did you step on a hot wheel oh, or two? I stepped on cars. And, and did on... you open presents? Oh, yeah. There was lots of gifts. I mean, you you kind of forget, you know, when your kids are older, how exciting it is with a two-year-old in the house. Yeah. So lots of fun for That's sure. Good. And what about a turkey? No turkey this weekend. We decided against it. We actually, one night we ordered in, and then the other night we uh, we just had an, a nice home-cooked supper. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. And uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, again, here we go. We're calling on your former officer, uh, <laughs> uh, your your past here, because I got to get your take on this. This, uh, this car, about three, well, close to three in the morning, early Saturday, uh, the police, you know, get a report of a, a co-op taxi cab stolen. And they try to stop it. It gets away. And they spotted a ramming the doors of a 2200 block abroad, the Shoppers Drug Mart. And they approached, tried to lay a spike belt, couldn't unfurl it quick enough, perhaps. <laughs> Is the word unfurl, Greg? <laughs> I, I don't know, but don't you guys throw yeah, you it out? Yeah, expand it, yeah. It, I, you know, I don't, I've seen spike belts not work in the past, so it depends yeah. if it didn't catch both tires. Didn't work. Didn't, didn't work. work. So the car continues on. And uh, I wonder if they were using the plane on this one. Do you think they were well, watching the whole I've, thing I've from above? I've got that question as well, because I've got today on the Roundtable of Justice, I've got Deputy Chief Laura Lee Davies oh, okay. and Superintendent Trent Steveley coming in. So i got a few questions about how this played out as well. Yeah, and so anyhow, then it clips uh, in front of uh, uh, Colin O'Brien's uh, on Hamilton and goes through the doors of uh, the Cornwall Centre on 11th. And this is where I have said it earlier this morning. It sounds like it's coming right out of a movie. Thank I goodness know. this was in the middle of the night. No one was in the mall. The, the other thing, back to the, the spike belt, don't forget that a spike belt deflates the tires but doesn't stop the car. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times over the years you see a car blazing down Louvain with sparks coming from the rims. Yeah. Tires are flat. But Good point. You know, still moving. So, Good point. Yeah. And and then this this vehicle didn't just stop inside the Cornwall Center. They they approach the vehicle then, yeah. thinking, okay, and it keeps going yeah. through the mall. Trying to go up the escalator. Past the shopper's drug bar. It's got something <laughs> against shoppers in the mall and tried to get out the other side, yeah. but it got stuck on the stairs. Yeah. Now, it sounds crazy, and I'm kind of making light of it, but uh, uh, it's it's very serious. 
Have yeah. you ever, in all your career well, of uh, policing, ever heard of this one before? No, not not to this extent. I mean, vehicles driving into houses and whatever. But I, you know, I mean, I don't know the details of the driver. I know it's a 32 year old female. I'm guessing drugs were involved. Yeah. When you when you hear about people making absolutely nonsensical decisions like this, I mean. She's either desperately trying to get away because she's got warrants or something like that, or she's just not in her right mind. Well, you'll have the officers on today. Maybe we'll get a little more insight. Uh, But, yeah, that's just majorly, majorly bizarre. And and will we ever see the... uh the security footage from within the mall. I hope so. Yeah, well, that 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 is is something that if we were in the United States, we'd probably have by now. Yeah, what I mean, definitely once you know cases like this go to court, it becomes part of the public document. Oh, okay. But um, whether be, we see it before or not, I don't know. All right, okay. What do you got coming up on your show? Oh, city budget today. You got the mayor on. That's right. The mayor is coming on today. I'm doing kind of year end interviews this week, so I've got you know various different leaders from Saskatchewan coming on the show. But uh, the mayor today, it's not necessarily a year-end interview. It's like, what's going on with budget? They're now into day four today of budget. Well, she's and- at wit's end right now. <laughs> Did you see that photo? I saw her, the picture you referenced her earlier. Head yeah. resting in her hands, like yeah. shaking. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. it's It just goes on and on. I don't know. And they say that they need more information to decipher the budget. And I'm thinking, what have you been doing leading up to this? Yeah. You know, you knew the budget date was coming up. Where was all the information you're looking for now before? I think there's a lot of factors at play. I think the fact that, you know, they're making some tough decisions. They've been trying to wrestle with what they're going to do with real. So there's no there's no guarantee they're going to finish today. They might go into a day five, it sounds like. Okay. So. Well, what happens? The longer this goes on, the the more time I have to pay the extra in taxes. Do I get a, you know, to just push it down the road? One step at a time, Greg. Okay. One step at a time. Anything else? Uh, well, I got the, the, the lieutenant governor in first thing this morning. Morning at oh, 8 30. Yeah. Yeah. I do Monday morning coffee, right? Every Monday yeah. morning, someone joins me. Last week it was Troy Cooper because it was his last week as chief in Saskatoon. Today it's tea with the LG, not a Monday morning coffee. He's a great outdoorsman. So uh yeah, I, I love hearing what he's doing uh because he's always got really cool things that he likes to do outside. Okay, Evan Bray back at 8 30 at 728.